morning, good morning. How are you? This is Brenda Shoshana returning with another episode in our podcast, Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. No matter what the day is, cloudy, sunny, beautiful, cold, windy, whatever the day, it's your life. That, that weather, that day, that condition, that is your life. That is the moment. That is our Zen practice. So today in our episode, we are going to, the title of the episode is, Is That So? And that wonderful statement, Is That So? is from a beautiful, beautiful story about a, one of our great founding teachers, Hakuin Zenji. Is that so? You know, in Zen, very, very simple questions, simple moments, simple statements contain the heart of our practice and contain everything we're looking for. Isn't that beautiful? Everything we're looking for is right now, right here in this simple moment. So let's, 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 let me go over this beautiful story of Hakuman's. You know, we did our Zen play workshop this week and our acting Zen it was so truly meaningful and wonderful. And um, we acted one big, a longer koan out. We acted out a koan. We made a problem from our everyday life into a koan, acted that. And then we did also the koan of Hakuin Zenji. Is that so? It's a little smaller, a little quieter, a little simpler, and really beautiful, very powerful, and it's echoing through my heart and soul since we did it. So let's go over it together. I want to share it and share the profundity of it. You know, we think something usually is very profound if it's complicated, if it's long, if it's difficult. But actually, when we really, really taste just a simple, simple moment, a simple truth, a simple phrase, when it really enters every pore of our body, wow, then we're right at the heart of our life and we're at the heart of ourselves and of this beautiful and actually very mysterious practice. Is that so? <laughs> okay, here's the story. Let's Let's go over the story a little bit, or the koan. You could call it a koan, a story. Hakuin, as we all know, or as many of us know, it was a great, great Zen master, and he lived in a town quietly and would receive much praise from all the townspeople for his deep practice, his kindness, his, his wisdom. And he would, they would bring offerings and food and many words of praise to him. And as they did that, he said, thank you. And they would say, you're so wonderful. You're so wonderful. And Hakubun would say, is that so? Okay, then one day a young woman in the town became pregnant, out of wedlock, not married, and her boyfriend, or the father of the child-to-be, ran away, scared to death, ran away. And this woman was alarmed, and she said to all the townspeople, 
Hakuin is the father of my child. <gasps> the townspeople were tremendously horrified, needless to say. Horrified. And immediately all the praise that they had heaped upon Hakuin turned to blame. Oh my goodness, he's a fraud. He's a devil. He's evil. All of that just went boom. And his, they removed his offerings, gave him very little food. Everything went away. Everything went away that they had bestowed upon him before. And Hakuin's reaction was, he simply said, Is that so? Is that so? Well, the young woman had her baby and went to Hakuin when the baby was born and she said to him, Now I have this baby, I cannot care for the child, and since you are the father of the child, I'm giving the child to you to care for. Here, there was the baby right there in her arms. Here, I'm giving this baby to you. Hakuin listened. He, with both arms, took the baby, no hesitation, took the baby, held the baby, and said, Is that so? The woman, young woman left. Hakuin had this beautiful baby and cared for that baby unconditionally, did everything he possibly could to take very good care of this beautiful baby. And time passed. About a year later, the young woman's husband, or he wasn't her husband yet, the father of the child came back into town ashamed, upset, and he said to the young woman, I want to marry you. I want to take that baby back. I want to make a family. I want, you know, I want to us to all be together again. And the young woman, of course, was thrilled. And she announced to all the townspeople, I, I want to tell you that Hakuin was not the father of the baby. This is the father of the baby. He's just been taking care of the baby for me. And naturally, the townspeople were amazed. And all the blame that they had been heaping upon, Hakuin turned to praise again, back to praise. Oh, he's wonderful. He's a saintly. He's unbelievable. And all of a sudden, all the food came back to him, all the offerings, all the kind words. And Hakuin simply said, is that so? And praise, praise, praise. And then the day came, of course, when the young woman and the young man came to him and said, thank you very much for caring for the baby. This is our child, belongs to us, and we want the baby back. And Hakuin very lovingly returned the child to its parents, simply saying, is that so? So our koan or our teaching, or I, even the sword that cuts through all pain is, is that so? Really? You know, we acted that little koan out here. It was so beautiful, so beautiful to see it actually acted. One person played the part of the baby. We all took turns playing each role. 
And the way each person played Hakuin and said, is that so, was quite interesting and different. Each one a bit different from the other, and each one illuminating a different part of this beautiful practice. It's actually a practice. Does it mean that Hakuin was cold, disconnected, detached? No, 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 not at all. He cared for that child very lovingly. There's also a saying in Zen, when it comes, we welcome. When it goes, we do not pursue. Very, very profound and very difficult. What this koan, what this story, what this teaching is showing us is a completely different way of being with all that comes and all that inevitably goes with change itself, with attachment itself, with delusion itself, because when we're praised and when we're loved and when we're applauded, we're happy, we feel good, we feel great, we feel like we're somebody special, like we're worthwhile. But Hakuin reminds us, wait a minute, is that so? Stops, he stops. The automatic chain reaction, is that so? That word, it implies so much. He's saying, hold on a minute, pause. Be aware of the entire picture of what you're really involved in. Is it so? Because praise inevitably changes to blame. He, de he didn't say that, but that's what he's inferring. He, but he knew that. He knew that. He wasn't hooked by the craving for praise and the horror of being blamed. He knew it had nothing to do with him personally. He wasn't taking any of this personally as if it reflected on his value, his worth, or who he was. Is that so? Was looking at the big picture. The big picture. Oh my, wow. Is that true? When we pause in the middle of a reaction, or in the middle of a, a moment of life which in which praise is brought, blame is brought, gifts are brought, gifts are taken. And we react to all of these events like continually, like the weather itself changing, changing, always reacting to it, wanting it to be a different way. Hakuin didn't want anything to be even a bit different than it was. That's really also a very beautiful point. Is that so? He was there to welcome everything and to look at it. The big picture, he was seeing the big picture, is that so? He wasn't hooked into a fantasy about what it meant. When he received this beautiful child, he just enjoyed that. He cared for that baby as best he could for as long as it was meant to be. He wouldn't put it that way, <laughs> but I am putting it that way. And then when the time came for him to give it back, is that so? Time to, time to return the baby. He was watching the waves come in and go out the very course of life. He was acknowledging it. He was learning from it, but he wasn't taken down by it. He wasn't thrown into despair. He wasn't thrown off course. He didn't start yelling at the townspeople. I didn't, I'm not the father. He didn't start defending himself. He didn't fight 
with the young woman and the young man who were maligning him in the beginning. The, the young woman was anyway. He wasn't. No, 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 no. He just accepted everything that came to him quietly, deep, deeply, fully. He welcomed whatever came, he welcomed. And he, his comment is he was just looking at it. Is that so? Oh, or he could also be saying, yes, she said, I'm giving you the child. So he said, is that so? Because he knew deep down it wasn't her giving him the child, but life itself brought this to him. And also he knew that it had to have some kind of a time limit. I don't think he thought of it that way, but as we're talking about it, that's how it goes. It seems he knew the transience. He was living in the middle of the flux, but not being tossed about by it. When we look at this, this story or this koan, even a little more deeply, which is so beautiful and so interesting, there's also the question of attachment that comes up. Of course, that causes us so much suffering, so much pain. When something good comes, we really want to hold on to it. Our good reputation, maybe. Oh, it so feels so nice. He was getting all the praise from the townspeople. He wanted to hold on to that. But he wasn't attached to it. He didn't make it mean something it really didn't. Instead, he said, is that so? He was looking at it. He was questioning it. He was knowing that what everyone was saying about it or what he might himself might have felt about it, not necessarily so. Is that so? It's a very wonderful phrase when we maybe get caught today or tomorrow or any day in a moment of disappointment, of pain. Is that so? We think everything will last forever, the good moments and also the painful moments. They don't. Nothing does. Flow, flow, flow. And trying to hold on to one moment as opposed to another, that's what we mean by attachment. We don't mean that he was cold. He certainly was the opposite of cold. When the baby came, he took wonderful care of the baby. And when the baby it was time for the baby to be returned to his, his or her parents, wow, he just was able to do that too, to relinquish what he had been given. Wasn't causing pain for the parents either. He wasn't holding on to his personal particular needs or point of view. He was really engaged and a part of it all. All, all. He was one with the entire flow. He was one with everyone's needs. He was one with everyone's point of view. And he was simply available. So this beautiful koan has so many layers to it. I would like to offer that to you as a an exercise because each week we've tried to do different exercises to integrate these wonderful and maybe seemingly impossible teachings with our everyday life. They're actually not impossible. They're simple. They're even natural. They're even kind. There's something in us that relates to them that, that 
understands them, that senses them deeply. So why don't you try it too? Try it at a moment of great happiness and joy when we're thrilled, we want to hold on to that forever. Experience it fully and remember, is that so? Whatever it is we're making it to mean, whatever it is we seems, get some praise. Oh, it means I'm the greatest. Oh, this person loves me and means I'm worth something finally. Is that so? Just a pause, a moment. It's like opening a window and letting fresh air in. Anyway, it's almost time for today to take a pause. Is that so? <laughs> Is that so? Are we really taking a pause or are we continually practicing, practicing together? Whether we see each other or not, whether we know it or not, all the time. So thank you very much for listening. Our website is zenwisdomtoday.com. If you would like to listen to this again or other podcasts, it's the podcasts are right there. Just scroll down. Uh, we will be having another one of these wonderful Zen Play workshops, and I'll let you know when. And also, I did want to let people know I'm going to be offering um, a course through the associate, uh, the All Faith Seminary on, it's called Sacred Psychology, the Foundations of Spiritual Counseling, and they will be offering a certificate. It's a three-week course offered on Zoom so everyone can come. And if you're interested in finding out more about that, just contact me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. And I really hope you all have a beautiful day and a beautiful week and, and enjoy this lovely, 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 lovely phrase. Is that so? And let me know how it works. Write to me. Let me know. I love getting your emails. It's very uplifting and it's very wonderful to exchange with you. So for now, it's time to say gasho, thank you. And I will see you next week. Goodbye for now. This is Brenda signing off. Is that so? <laughs>